The Gospel According to John. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the, the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And again Jesus said to them, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And then Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. But if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I want to share with you three stories today of how I've seen the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, in action. The Spirit is the Spirit of love, because God is love. And these are three stories about love. But one is about love and grief, another love and joy, and finally, love and anger. So the first story is about Ron and uh, his companions. The, you probably remember back from the, the kind of announcement part of this worship video, I mentioned that Cookie Cook, Clayton Cook, uh, had gone home um, with his son Ron to be in hospice, that Cookie was dying. Well, since I recorded that, uh, Cookie has indeed died. But when I visited last Saturday, um, I was just overwhelmed by um, the love, uh, the, just the caring love that Ron and his companions showed for Cookie. Uh, you know, just very, if, if you uh, or even someone you know has cared for someone when they're dying, there's just such, such a physical kind of a care that's required. Um, it's, uh, it's the food, it's the medicine, it's the, you know, swabbing the mouth, it's the cleaning, it's the turning, it's the, there's so many of these just basic physical things to do. And yet Ron and his companions were doing them with such great love. It reminded me of, you know, Mary washing Jesus's feet with perfume and then drying it with her hair. It reminded me of the women following Jesus, you know, to the, to the very end and then following Jesus beyond it. You know, it's a spirit of love in the midst of that grief that was pulling Ron into it. He sort of made a promise to Cookie. Um, before he, Cookie came home, Cookie told Ron, just let me go. And that is easier said than done. But Ron did his best and with great love just made those last days um, something, something special. Even when Cookie wasn't fully aware of it, the giving of the love was something spectacular. That's the Holy Spirit at work. And I trust that the same Holy Spirit that kind of 
took hold of Ron and drew him into that, um, that giving and that loving, that same spirit of love will carry Ron and his companions through this time of grief, grief and death. And that just as Jesus's, you know, followers, the, the women who followed Jesus to the very end, that that love was uh, rewarded in a way that it was um, fulfilled in witnessing the resurrection. I trust that for Ron because I trust that spirit of love. You know, the second uh, story I have to tell is, is about the, you know, the 20-some St. Paul people who, um, on my birthday, made the 45-minute both-ways trip to, uh, to come to my house and do a, a birthday parade. Um, you know, I just, I saw and heard in them just a, they were motivated by joy and by a, a real true desire to <clears throat> make my day special and they sure did and I'm just really grateful and in awe <clears throat> um, you know they they made me admit that I I knew that they were coming um, <laughs> I was accidentally included on all of the emails uh, of them planning um, but I did not expect when I saw, you know, people out of their cars and just gathering on the, 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 on the sidewalk and on the street and in my yard. It was just, you know, that, that seed of joy that they were captured by love and joy in a certain way, you know, and pulled by it. And um, that there's that seed of love, you know, will grow. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of all the, the psalms that are full of joy and love for God. You know, make a joyful noise and praise God. And, um, you know, the, even the, the hills and the trees clap their hands. You know, this sense of, of love that expresses itself in joy. And the third story I have today is about love and anger. And I've seen the spirit of love working in the people who are working to make sure that what happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis doesn't happen to anyone else. You know, they're motivated by love for their sisters and brothers, love for George himself, love for their own sisters and brothers um, who are at risk who others who have been killed in police custody um, for their brothers and sisters themselves near and far who are traumatized by his death and who fear the same kind of um, fear that it could happen to them could have been me could have been them <clears throat> and so I think about Jesus's solidarity with the marginalized and how Jesus ate with the quote-unquote wrong people, and how Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice. Jesus who said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, because you tithe the seasoning you spread on your food, but you neglect the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. It is a 
spirit of love that often makes us angry to rise up and protect the people we love um, and and I trust that even though um, the efforts of those who are working for justice now may not bear fruit immediately or in the ways that they want that still it is the same spirit of love that drew them into that work will will draw us all into a day of greater justice and love when our our hearts and our society will be renewed and made made kind and loving and just you know when the holy spirit rushed uh into that room uh, when the holy spirit made that great clamor and gathered a crowd the disciples were dismissed for being drunk <clears throat> and obviously they weren't drunk but there is an irony in how drunk does somehow capture what it is like when the spirit catches hold of us you know there is a there is a losing control there's a surrender there's a letting go um, you know they weren't drunk on wine just like Peter said we're not drunk on wine as you suppose but Maybe we can see how they were drunk on love. And how when we are drunk on love, we certainly do things that many people think are strange. Too much uh, <laughs> embarrassing, etc. But love is, a, is potent stuff. And just a sip of love can sometimes send us reeling sideways and becoming people we never imagined and doing things we never imagined. There's this, there's this way in which love in my own life, you know, the love of the St. Paul people who came um, to my lawn, you know, my life is not about me. It's about what love is and does in me and through me and around me. And so it's just kind of like what uh, what the, the singers were singing in the anthem today, empty of me, you know, if when we are full of Christ, we are, in a way, aren't we empty of ourselves? And when we're full of love, that false self just falls away, and our true self just shines through. And when we are in the Spirit, we are also out of our right minds in some sense. And so, you know, it is a sign, just as Jesus' own family and his opponents said, he's crazy, said, you know, he's possessed by a demon, that it was yet that love that pulled Jesus out of himself, that pulled God out of heaven to come to earth, that pulled Jesus through the the suffering to meet human suffering that we often shy away from, to to, uh, to, to suffer himself, to, to go beyond his own death, the same spirit that led to his resurrection, the spirit of love. Love really is potent stuff. It, uh, it calls to mind, uh, you know, those images of uh, smelling salts, right? The cartoons show them in the most dramatic way. You just, this uh, get a whiff of it and suddenly you're back. You know, that's what the spirit of love did with Jesus. Just a, just a whiff of the spirit of love brought Jesus 
back to life, to continue loving. So wherever love is, there is the Holy Spirit. Wherever love is, there is the church. That's, that's in a way why I've um, disciplined myself to, to say, you know, I don't, I don't go to church, I go to worship. Because wherever love is, there is the church. Wherever I am, wherever you are, there is the church. It's not, church is not something we go to. Church is something we are. Church is something we're caught up in. Church is love, is people loving with the same spirit of love that Jesus had. Even when it's a spirit of love and grief, love and joy, love and anger, love and remorse, love and fill in the blank, but love. And so even while we are separated in this time, we can be united in that love. We are united in that love. We are united by the one who sends us with his very own spirit, with his very own power and love and mercy and faith. That it really, in the end, is not about us, is not about our faith, is not about how, uh, what great heroic things we do in love. It's really about how the spirit catches hold of us and takes us beyond ourselves into the world to do love. Thanks be to God.